Hi guys, how lovely to have you back for another episode. Thanks for coming along and joining me. Um, hopefully, hopefully you heard the last episode, the uh, What is Photography uh, episode that I did, What's It to You? Um, and I asked quite a few different people to get in touch with me and send either video or audio clips explaining what photography actually means to them. I had a tremendous response and uh, a big thank you to everyone that took part in that. Um, it was really, really good. Uh, I also released that as a YouTube video um, because some of the responses are actually video. So if you've heard it on the podcast and haven't seen it on the YouTube channel, go ahead and have a look. Um, it's really good. There's some really good uh, stuff that came through regarding that. So thank you very much. And um, yeah, in this in this episode, um, but there's a couple of things really. First of all, I think what I'm going to do from here on uh, is I'm going to uh, record little bits and pieces as like a diary and then put that together once I've got um, enough material and release it as an episode. So the next time, you know, the, on the next episode that you hear after this one, it will be like a diary of a few things that have happened uh, between this episode and the next one. So hopefully that should work well. Um, just to let you know, uh, I mean, we do have some ups and downs, don't we, in photography? Just to, just to let you know a couple of things that have been happening with me lately. Um, I've um, I've been doing a bit of uh, bird photography out in the garden. I'm still uh, still off work. I'm still furloughed at the moment, so I've been using my little Panasonic FZ two hundred on a tripod, doing some bird photography in the garden. I've got some really really good shots, and I was so pleased uh, with a shot that I got of a starling swooping down onto. Um, like a little cast iron uh, daffodil feeder that we have in the garden. And um, I must have taken a good couple of hundred shots. And one of them, uh, well, there's about four or five that were quite nice actually. But one of them I was really, really pleased with. And I uploaded that to Instagram. Go and have a look if you haven't already seen it. Um, yeah, I was really, really chuffed with that. And then a little while later, a week or so later, my uh, FZ200 Panasonic developed a little bit of a problem. Uh, unfortunately, the shutter button got a little bit temperamental and then it stopped working altogether. So um, it sort of you know, put the kibosh on using that a little bit, to be perfectly honest. Having said that, when I was doing the bird shots, I was using a cheap wireless remote trigger um, I think it's, um, I can't remember what the manufacturer of it is now, I think it's U-Pick, something like U-Pick, I bought it on um, eBay, it was quite cheap. Um, so I've tested the camera since using the um, wireless remote and it still works on that, so it's actually physically the, the shutter button itself that's failed. So I can still use it for doing stuff uh, out in the garden, you know, bird photography stuff like that and also um, the Lumix is also quite good for video so I can still use the you know like the little red button the video button that still works on the camera um, so I can still use it for video as well so all is not lost um, but um, yeah I can't can't use it for normal everyday you know going out and shooting stuff really um, so that's a bit of a shame I have however it's my 
birthday very soon and the family have uh, have sort of clubbed together and bought me a little um, Sony RX100 I think it's called a little tiny compact with 20 megapixel this is only the first generation of that camera like the you know the very first one they bought out which you can still buy new but um, yeah I'm just finding my way around that at the moment that is a cracking little camera and that would be ideal for going out and doing stuff out on the street so uh, keep your eye open for some images on that um, the other thing I was going to say to you is we've actually got a guest on this episode um, I managed to have a chat with uh, Paul Clark Paul Clark Street Photography and um, we had a chat the other day managed to get some audio recorded now unfortunately uh, some of it was um, was a little bit sketchy um, I'm sure you'll be able to make out uh, most of what Paul's saying um, and uh, we're talking really about his uh, 100 strangers project that he's doing um, which is it's only started fairly recently I'm sure uh, Paul will be delighted to come back uh, at a later date as well and have a have a chat with us let us know how it's going but for the meantime um let's have a word with paul okay yeah, thank you tim um yes i live in a place called barry st edmunds in suffolk um in east anglia uh it's um yes yeah, a lovely town it's full of history it's a small town uh i suppose equal distance between Cambridge and Ipswich um, Cambridge being and uh, I suppose Norwich isn't that far away about 40 miles but Cambridge is about 25 miles Ipswich is the same um, so I got into street photography in a, in a way I, I looking back um, I've always for years and years had cameras even film cameras and mm. even in you know yonks ago I probably did even then um, Looking at what I did take, I, I was active shoot the sort of candid photo of people. Although I didn't even know there was such a thing as street photography years ago, but um, uh, I suppose I got more seriously into street photography when I got a, a Fuji camera. Uh, got into Fuji cameras in mm. quite a, a big way uh, a couple of years back, um, and. And I just love the simplicity of using a mirrorless camera. It's yeah, so yeah. easy, lightweight to carry around with you. Discreet as well. Discreet. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a little bit smaller than SLRs, aren't they? So. Um, yeah, I did. I was using an SLR um, hmm. for a bit. Um, and I'd carry around. I had a, I still have it, a Nikon um, B1700 camera. Hmm. That's great because I like sports photography as well. So. And yeah. I do go out sometimes um, and try to do a bit of landscape and mm. nature photography. Well, not very good but um, we've got a lovely uh, lake nearby, um, Lapford Lakes is called, full of bird hides. And oh, right, yeah. That's something I'd like to get into at some point, but mm. I'm not really set up gear-wise for that. You know, but, um, yeah. I'd like to do it sometimes, but um, I... Um, so partly I got I did more and more street photography. Um, as I'm not a big shopper, I don't you know I'm not, I, I, if I go shopping I like to go in the shops and buy. Uh, yeah. Um, but my other half, I have a, I have, um, 
uh, when we did have been out to places, um, all day shopping, Cambridge Nine or wherever, um, I'd be stood outside the clothes shop. <laughs> this, this is sounding <laughs> a bit familiar. And looking a bit bored. <laughs> so, in a way, I got, I, it became quite, uh, gave me something to do actually. Having yeah, yeah, camp, sure. Yeah. And taking pictures um, mm. of um, street people. So I got into, I, I kind of got into it that way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it does sound very familiar i have actually i have actually been to uh bury st edmunds once before long long time ago um not long after i got married actually uh just popped along there we we were we were there for a day or so it's quite quite nice but uh yeah i do i do know the place although not intimately um but yeah it's, it's nice up around that way as well i've got a i've got a friend that's um just uh, moved up to. I haven't been up to see him yet, but a friend's just moved up to uh, Norfolk, so not wow, a million yeah. miles away from me. But yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. nice, uh, nice little part of the world. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, it wouldn't be. Um, I, I guess it's not like a, a real busy place, like um, you know, a lot of people do street photography in places like London and Manchester and whatever. It's not really um, a hugely busy place, is it? No, no, it's a small town, um, and I mean there are there's probably a good, a good number of street photographers actually in there. But the the ones that um, uh, there's a guy here, here who's fairly well known um, in street photography circles called John Hughes. And, yes, I know John. He's yeah, you do know you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Well, he tends to go to Cambridge and London to shoot in the yeah. street. Mm. Um, because, well, there are just less locations, there's less people, less characters in a way. Mm. So I think it's a lot harder in a way to shoot street photography in a, in a small town uh, because you do stand out <laughs> more yeah. than, you know, you're not, you're not invisible as such. Um, yeah. Whereas you can sort of blend in in London places with all the um, huge population force. Well, this is obviously pretty. Covid pandemic pandemic times were yeah but, um, yeah but I and there there's still some lovely backgrounds in there there's there's a you know really good market um, which is starting to come back now sorry it's this Saturday that draws in people in crowds and and there's a really fabulous uh, uh, Abbey Gardens um, it's not yeah. Yeah, I've seen John talk about the gardens. Yeah, now that's really, um, uh, that does draw in tourists when they do come from all over the world to Barry, as they did in years ago when it was a pilgrimage centre. Yeah. Yeah. It was coming in. So there are locations in Barry where um, you you can um, choose as a base to pick this up and, and sort of take photographs um, mm. but um, it's, a, it's growing population it is expanding very slightly yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly I, I do I, I do go as well as well to Cambridge uh, yeah. so, tell us about this um, project that you've been working on okay uh, yeah I started in February mm. uh, I suppose Really bad planning on my part. Oh, yeah. okay, the, the lockdowns. But, yeah, at the end of February, I um, you know, at some time I wanted to 
it's even more sort of portraits of Jonathan. Occasionally, I have done, um, I've done the odd one or two in previous years, but I've kind of always been sort of shy to approach people. And, um, but I decided, uh, I suppose I was inspired in a way. I, I saw um, on Flickr, there's a guy called Phil Howcroft um, on Flickr. He's mm. a piece of up in Nottingham. And I saw his um, 100 Strangers project on Flickr. Yeah. And I was really impressed by, it wasn't just the photographs, it was also what went with the photograph. It was a little story, a little bit about the person. Mm. It just inspired. And at the same point, at the end of the day, I also got a book through the post um, called The Hundred Strangers of New uh, No, not Hundred it was The Humans of New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen bits of that. And that looks really, really interesting, yeah. There's a guy called Brandon Stanton, and I yeah. think he made his millions. He was really successful mm. uh, about 10 years ago. And he's, he's since released I think, three or four books in the same vein. Mm. And they're all about the characters of New York. And had, again, it's a big city compared to yeah. Rome, but, yeah. um, so I got, I got inspired by those. Um, and I decided in February to have a go. Mm. So my my very first uh, person in my hundred strangers of Suffolk, which I'm it's my project, hundred strangers of Suffolk, mm. was in Ipswich um, down by the waterfront. There's a lovely marina there, and I just uh, approached someone who had um, really bright pink hair, mm. stood out from the crowd, and. And that's what I tend to do is look for people with um, you know, interesting fashion. Yeah. They just stand out from the crowd and might be their hair or something appeals. Um, we do approach them. And, and my, my very first person was someone called Kerry. And, um, and she said yes. And, and that's what I've tended to define is uh, uh, probably 90, good 90% of people tend to say yes. It's yeah. really surprised, you know, you get this kind of surprise, really, when people do. You kind of think, well, surely they're going to think, what <laughs> this old bloke with a camera do? Is it <laughs> some kind of creepy dude? Is, uh, yeah. uh, you know, what's his motive for wanting to come and take a photograph? How, how daunting was it when you first, when you asked the first person that question, can I take your picture? <laughs> yeah, you kind of, you kind of, feel as if you've got so much you want to impart before they run away scared. <laughs> yeah. You want to tell them that um, you're doing this. That's my kind of line, is to, is to walk over with a smile. And yeah. I kind of half wave my camera. <laughs> and <laughs> I sort of say to people, uh, can I take your portrait? And I usually compliment in some ways. You'll say, yeah. you know, I really like your, your hair or what, you know, maybe something they're wearing. Um, yeah, yeah. You really impressed me. You stand out and give them a little compliment. And um, yeah, the first one was a success. So it gave me a boost in the confidence. So I immediately went on and, and did a, a handful more in, in Ipswich. And, mm. um, I think I had one not back. Um, that was someone who was in a hurry. And, yeah, you're going to get one. People yeah. are going to get But now I've. Probably 
Yeah, I remember I'm talking about 20 or 30, I suppose, which uh, of people have taken. I'm still early days, but now yeah. if I get a knockback, I don't, I don't mind now. I can understand. Yeah, I mean, that's fine for people to say no. I don't mind anymore. Um, in the very beginning when I got a no, that's kind of, you know, once bitten twice shy. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I feel, um, well, that's fine. You know, if I get four out of five people say yes, then that's, that's great. Um, I also, my, my other tactic, I suppose, is, um, is to explain, you know, the, what the project is about, where the photographs are going to be placed, which is on Instagram. Hmm. Uh, I also give them a little business card. Yeah. I think that really helps. Um, I've got some really, Funny you should say that. I've actually made up a design of some cards recently because I thought that would, I was thinking the same thing. That would yeah. be quite handy to give someone so that you, you've got your details on there and you can show them what the purpose is of you needing to take their photo. And I'm just about to get those printed up. So um, yeah, it's a good idea. It really yeah, is. Um, yeah. It really does. Um, if there's any lingering doubts in someone saying yes, then yeah, that seems yeah, to course. overcome any kind of worries because they've got your details. They know you're legitimate. Yeah, yeah they, can, exactly. they know where you are. Yeah. And, and you know, quite a few people actually now say, well, where would you, where would you like me to stand? Where would you like to pose? And oh, yeah. A yeah. lot of people feel quite good. And, you know, I had a, um, I had a, one of the guys I took early on was a guy called Josh, um, and I met him um, at a place called the Apex in Rome. It's an indoor center, and they had this um, photography exhibition at the time. It was, it was to do with um, it was a football, a local football team um, that somebody had been photographing. Hmm. They got all these black and white, lovely photographs on the wall. This guy Josh would come to see this exhibition. And um, no one was really taking much notice of him. Um, the guy was in the wheelchair, and um, he got cerebral palsy. Mm. And uh, I said, I spoke to him and had a nice chat with him. And he said, Well, no, no one really, I've been here quite a while, and it was actually with him spoken to. Him. So he was quite pleased to begin with even then. And then he was quite happy to have his portrait taken. And uh, as I remember what he said was that um, we didn't smile at all for the photographs, um, which is fine. So I suppose um, um, at the end, I said, well, he was walking away and he suddenly started to be, well, he kind of wheeled away and he, he suddenly started to smile. And um, I said, you didn't, you didn't smile. When I was taking the pictures, is the only reason that well, I've always been told uh, I don't have a very nice smile. And um, <laughs> I felt sorry, I, you know, it was um, sad for the guy, but um, so I quit, I got one just as he was departing <laughs> with, with a smile. But um, um, but he, he was a lovely guy. He, he, um, he was born prematurely 29 weeks and mm. he died pretty much. And he was, for about three or four minutes, and then he brought oh my goodness, yeah. Um, yeah. And that was his story that he's and he'd been to a football match once. Um, so you get all these little stories surrounding people, which, yeah, um, yeah, it's I, good. I really find that it's that camera is just 
I was thinking when you when you said obviously you say to people oh I'm going to be posting these photos up on Instagram do you have any any plans to do anything else you know once the project's completed like a, a book or an exhibition or something along those lines uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like to produce some kind of book. Um, I think it would be. I don't know how. I've never, I've never actually produced uh, well, only a kind of personal sort of family, mm. family photos. But I, uh, I mean, I've seen on things like Blair, I think, produced um, some good photo books. Um, would be quite interesting to, in, in the vein of, you know, the things of New York to actually have a. Yeah. But, like, I'm not sure really how you go about it, but, because I've taken the photographs and I never really said to people at the time, it's me and that's what I'm going to do. Mm. So, whether you'd have to get some kind of release and, or some kind of. Form, I think. Yeah, I think only if you're going to be doing it on a commercial um, on a commercial basis. Oh, yeah, but okay. if you're doing something for you to keep personally, it's you know it's not an issue. Yeah, but right. and, yeah. and, you know, I think the same with an exhibition. If you're doing an exhibition just to show people your work, then you know that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I think I, I think I will. Yeah. Um, I think I will go that that route eventually. Um, mm. I um, yeah, I I, I do miss print. Um, I must admit, far too many of the folks I take tend to live on a computer, or they live on Instagram, yeah, yeah, or yeah. on Flickr. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you never I've, really see them in, in how they should be, really. In, yeah, I must admit, I've started um, getting some stuff printed now because I think it's just nice to have prints every once in a while. So um, I've been starting to print some stuff up. Um, but yeah, I was thinking that, as as you know, I. I've started uh, a project as well, based on yeah. what, what you were doing. And also, um, you know, from, um, I've been speaking to Sean as well, Rambles with my camera. And um, yeah, you you both sort of given me a bit of confidence to go out and, and do a <laughs> bit oh, of like photography. You have, I, and, I saw your uh, first picture. Yeah, done the very yeah, first picture, a awesome. uh, photo of a guy called Darren, that I had a little bit of a conversation with. Um, but I was thinking that it would be nice to put together something um, I haven't got any, any. I mean, yours is a hundred strangers, so you're, you know, that's going to be when it reaches a hundred. That's the end of the project. I'm looking at this as like a long term thing, or a longer yeah. term thing, longer right. term thing. And what the whole, um, there's lots of different thoughts behind it, but I'm also quite inspired by it. And I don't know whether you've seen it, but uh, Nick Turpin's um, the night, the night bus. Yeah. Yes, um, which, yes. Yeah, That's which I thought was, <laughs> thought was brilliant. And I was thinking that I would like to include another element, so not just people, but also something else. And I've obviously called my project the drivers um, or drivers. So I'm looking at people and also whatever it is they're driving. So over right. a period of time, Obviously, we change with hairstyles and fashion and all the rest of it, but also the vehicles are going to change. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm thinking that would be a nice thing to look back on 
um, in the future and and think, yeah, you know, the, look at this guy in his new car or whatever, and now that car's 20, 30 years old or more. So, you know, it'll be... I, I, I imagine you probably would, actually, not just focus on the people. You would, I, when you said you was getting... I saw your first picture, um, mm. which I really liked, um, and you went... Get me from wrong, but you went black and white, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I did on that one, yeah. yeah you did. Um, yeah. Okay, um, I, I did at the time, I thought, well, well you could actually expand that mm. into the actual workers themselves. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if I get to the end of my project, 100 Strangers, um, I, yeah, I'd probably go on and then do another project. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. And I'd probably actually. You know, you can set yourself parameters. So I, I could actually do a hundred strangers in a certain location in in various commons in, on the yeah. on the Angel Hill or or within the Abbey Gardens. Uh, yeah. So there's yeah, always exactly. yeah. So anyone uh, wanting to do a project, you can always, or you could you could choose to do something obscure, you know, people with in having hats or red clothes. <laughs> There's so many variations there. You can yeah, remember. yeah, exactly. I have thought of something else as well. Another, another thing that I want to do, but I can't, um, I can't quite make it happen just yet. Um, but uh, there's another project that I'd like to do, and it's it's very local to me. Um, yeah. So it, it, it involves um, an area just up the road from me, and again, it will be the same sort of thing. It will be people and another aspect. Um, but I've got to have some conversations with people to get that happening first. <laughs> so, so I can't really say anything about it just yet. But, um, it, and it's, I think it would be, it, it's something that's uh, very British, shall I say, and um, something, yeah. something that will, that will be quite unique. Oh, I don't know that sure. anyone's done this before, so they probably oh, have. <laughs> Watch the space. So yeah, fingers crossed, <laughs> fingers crossed, but. Um, yeah, I've got to have a chat with a few people first before I can make that happen. And also the social distancing thing as well, yeah. um, you know, is, is going to be a bit of an issue to start with. But Yeah, um, it is for sure. Um, so I, I've been out properly, I suppose, twice since um, with my camera um, mm. shooting these hundred strangers. So I've done it twice and in the last uh, week, I suppose, yeah, last mm. week, been out twice. And I've noticed a, a bit of an easing and change of attitude. People are a bit more relaxed. Mm, but I, I've yeah. chosen to use a, um, uh, I suppose it's a, it's a, it's a Fuji lens, a 50 mil. Um, oh, right, yeah. It's, I suppose, in a full frame equivalent, it's 77, uh, I believe, 77 millimeters, full frame yeah. equivalent. So I'm, I'm uh, shooting a little bit away. It's given me, I'm not sure. Uh, Getting that close to, to people, I'm still keeping my two meters distance. Yeah. So, um, and interestingly, the I haven't loaded them up yet, but uh, the last few have been people who've been wearing uh, masks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So there's one or two masks creeping in there. Yeah. So uh, you say it's uh, it's like your driver's project. It's kind of it will actually serve. You know, these projects do serve as a bit of a Mm. 
identify um, if we saw, but I think one of the most interesting books I've taken so far was the other lady with the story in this story. That's kind of her name. Um, yeah, she called herself, has her, her name. She's, she's known in there as, as a school whisperer. And what it is is she's a policewoman. And she, um, in her spare time, she does visit a park. Yeah, I saw that. Eat, yeah. Eat yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the police lady feeding the squirrels. Yeah, was, that was, was really uh, good. It was fascinating. Her crawling across the park. And she yeah. got me squirrels. She was crawling across the park. Alan! Alan! <laughs> <laughs> and it, it came running and, and she fed it and the bag it with these nuts. And yeah, it was a little story, is it? Um, but, um, yeah, I, I found them. This is quite a bit to think about. When you're, uh, you know, apart from what you're going to say to someone, you go up to take their photograph, mm. um, you're also thinking about your camera and the technical setup of the camera, what your settings yeah. going to be. Mm. And uh, I, I'm almost, in, almost inclined, because you really want to focus in on your, your person. Yeah. So the more time you spend chatting to that person, the better. Hmm. Can't remember really, in a way. Yeah. I overcome any fears that they have of this is funny guy with the camera. So you, I, you're not, I'm almost inclined to use the camera in an almost entirely clean mode. Um, I, you know, first when I started, I was entirely doing my portraits in, in manual. And yeah. But if you, if you're, you know, with the light and conditioning, because I'm not shooting the same, Face each time. I don't know what the light yeah. is going to be in different times mm. of day. So you, more or less, you, you kind of, I've taken now more recently to probably just shooting an aperture, aperture priority. Yeah, I must admit I'm an aperture priority guy most of the time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's just um, it's just easy and quick, um, you know, and you you can. You look at a scene and you you know how you want to envisage it and how much depth of field you want, and then obviously the camera can just uh, make its own mind up with the um, with the shutter speed. Um, so yeah, generally I I use aperture priority a lot of the time, not all yeah. the time, but most of it I guess I guess really. I think it makes sense. Yeah, I was talking mm. to somebody else on um, on Instagram, a guy called Bruce Hammersley. Mm. In the UK, um, and he's probably on about 60 70 uh, people through his 100 yeah. Um, and that's that's what he's tending to do is shooting that variety. Um, and then it gives you more time to spend talk, talking to the actual your actual subject, yeah. Because it's really got to be on that subject, um, whether. As I progress, I mean that's part of the project really is to improve uh, technical ability to shoot these portraits. Yeah. So whether I can go back to doing it completely more manually, maybe uh, <laughs> as I get my blurb and you know you've got so many yeah. things to think about, but um, yeah. you want it to be fun. So oh yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think probably aperture priority is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. You know, I tend to ask because um, I want a little story as well. Um, uh, so we have a little patter going. I always have a few questions at the zoo, so if it goes quiet. Hmm. On the spot, we talked about 
um, uh, your hair and you ask you text about that. Mm. <laughs> then you move on to something random, you know, uh, something that might be in the news today, um, either colour, ambition, what the road you look like to see yourself for five years. Yeah. I'm always thinking of having a selection of questions so I can um, also add that in to, to go with my photograph on it. Do you make a note of the answers, or do you just remember it? I, I, uh, that's been a bit of a, <laughs> especially if you're on a roll, and um, uh, you might shoot uh, five people at quite, you know, quite yeah. succession. You can things can get lost unless you do make a note. So on my phone, I've, I've tried to, um, because otherwise, before you know it, you've forgotten the person's name. Yeah. Which, it's not easy at all. So yeah. I'll do make a note of the person's name and try and recall, recall as much as I possibly can. So if you find yeah. it, it's a little brief after each one and then make it <laughs> Otherwise, Fantastic. you, you forget. Uh, well, I do. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So if anyone wants to have a look at your photos or, um, well, and have a look at the photos and read your little, because I know you do a little story. Um, with mm -hmm. each image, um, yeah. where would be the best place for them to find you? Uh, well, Instagram would be, it's a long word, it's Paul Clark Street Photographer. That's Paul, that's Clark with an E, so it's Paul Clark Street Photographer. Um, or they can go on Flickr. Um, Flickr's another really good, good really, in, in a way, um, Flickr has a is the home of um, the 100 Strangers group, and there you'll find hundreds of people are doing the same project around the world. Yeah, a group on Flickr specifically for that, and you'll find all hundreds of photographs in some vein. Mm. That's another place to go, and again, just put in my name, book and Flickr, Instagram. Brilliant, brilliant, lovely. Well, I hope uh, people go and check it out. I know that I've been following. Um, following this little uh, project, as well as uh, the other stuff that you do. I really love the uh, the, the cafe uh, work that you do as well. You do, do some good shots through cafe windows of people. Oh, yeah, but um, obviously yeah. that's dried up a little bit at the moment, but hopefully <laughs> that'll be coming back soon. But yes, um, <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I'm my coffees. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, that's great. I hope people go and have a look at that. I'd strongly uh, suggest they do, because there's some great stuff there. and. Um, and it's been really great speaking to you, Paul. And thanks for taking the time to uh, to come along and have a little chat to us. And um, I wish you all the very best. Yeah, thank you very much, Tim. Yeah, I really appreciate your invitation to do this. Um, thank you. So there we are, Paul Clark, uh, a great street photographer and a really nice guy. Thanks ever so much, Paul, for joining me. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the episode. And I will speak to you in the very next one. Bye-bye now.